Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Eric Bird, here at StopStrugglingNow.com. And today, we have a special treat for you in a few minutes. I'm going to wait for a few people to come into the live stream tonight, but we have a special treat. We have a guest that's going to be on here that has a, is a real estate investor who's learned his craft, who has honed his craft. And we're about to teach you how to make an investment in commercial real estate property with zero money out of pocket, without credit even. You've heard the gurus talk about this before, but you know this is the no guru zone. You don't have to buy a course to learn about this today. You don't have to go to a webinar. And you don't have to buy into the seminar. We're going to tell you how to do it, as you know, to stop struggling that way. So today, we're going to talk about how my friend bought a hotel for, I believe, it's over a million dollars. I don't actually know the numbers yet, but he's going to be on tonight talking about it. And I see he's in queue right now. So he's riding, he's driving. So an emerging millionaire, we can't leave him waiting too long. And he's been studying real estate for so long. It's been incredible. And now he's made the deal of a lifetime and we're going to share this deal. And again, the no guru zone, you know how we do this. So hold on, ladies and gentlemen, let me get to the comment section. Hello, Paula Marion. Welcome. That's right. Welcome the no guru zone. I'll, uh, delay a little bit longer, but I'm going to have my friend Willie Red, and again, real estate investor, friend, I'm uh, proud to say, and I've known him a long time, and he's come a long way. I'm proud of this deal, because once you learn about this deal, you're going to find out it's beyond awesome, and it's available to anybody, and even in this pandemic environment, even with the economy going downhill for the last year and a half, two years, there's still deals to be had. So without further ado, I'm going to put in my friend Will and uh, hopefully and, and welcome everybody who's coming here. Don't forget to uh, hit the uh, subscribe button and the bell notification. And the new deal is please go down to the bottom of the description of this uh, video and sign up for the email list because that's the only way I can make sure people are getting the notifications that we're going live. Thomas Stevenson, what's happening, man? Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your support. All right, without further ado, let's get Will. Hello there, Will. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's a little, it's a little, um, no, I don't know if it's something going on my phone or my, my speaker, but I, I can barely hear you. It's like it's coming out of my, uh, my phone earpiece versus the speaker. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't hear your, you're probably going to hear an echo. So you got to pick one or the other. You can't, you're not on YouTube, right? No, I'm not on YouTube. Okay, just on the stream yard. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you're good enough. We're going back and forth, man. So okay. uh, I've been giving you some props while you were on the uh, old side. I had to tell them real estate investor. Yeah. <laughs> the man has been putting in work, learning the craft for a few years. And uh, yeah. has a deal of yeah. a lifetime that a lot of people wish they could do. So, as you know, Will, as we've always discussed in our lifetime, we always try to help everybody else, man. You know how we do it. So, exactly. today, 
I'm glad you can be with us. And I'm going to start this off. I got to give a shout out to a few people because I can see them in chat. Joshua Felder, welcome. Glad you can make it. Once again, Paula Marion, Stephen Thomas Stevenson, thank you so much. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so you wish you can buy real estate without credit, without using your own money. All this stuff you are paying $1,500, $1,000, that gurus tell you that you can do. Except there's one little problem. They never tell you how to get the financing. That is the key right there. There's plenty of property available, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that they never tell you how to get the financing. Well, Willie's here today to give us the story on how he bought a hotel in Biloxi, Mississippi. And Will, I will ask the questions because I know how you are. I got to get to the bottom of this. All right. First things first, we're going to share just like if we're looking up for property. So what did you use to actually find the property to begin with? You know, it's funny, um, you know, because I, you know, I've been looking at real estate for some time now, years, you know. And uh, so in the course of doing that, I just developed some relationships with guys just throwing properties at me from just from every which way. And it seems like, you know, most of them that I was getting was like, ah, can't do that. I can't do this. It's not the type of deal that I want. Some of them were good. Some of them were okay. And then some of them were just crap. Uh, But this one, um, uh, I had this deal brought to me, actually, said, hey, man, do you want to do a hotel? Like, no, I'm not really interested in hotels, you know. my, my strength is apartments, you know, that sort of thing. So right. hotels just wasn't my thing. Uh, but as I got to looking at it, I'm like, man, this is actually a pretty decent deal. It's a decent money. It's not an upside to it, you know, that sort of thing. And that's the key. You know, you want something that, that you can pay a good price for uh, that still has some upside potential. And this one actually qualified for it. So I found it, um, looked at it. I went down there to, to, to Mississippi to take a look at it. Uh, fell in love with it. You know, um, you know, it's a little different animals. So I started talking to people about. Uh oh, Eric, did I lose you? No, you're still here. Just keep oh, going. Okay. I'm showing people some of the. Uh, I'm going to show them the property on the screen. Okay. All right. So um, I started going down to take a look at it. It's like, oh, this is a pretty decent deal. It looks like it's a pretty cool deal. Um, so I started talking to people about it. You know, started trying to get the funding for it. And as you know, uh, you know trying to get the funding when you don't know what you're doing is you you're probably running into a wall. Uh, what I discovered though is when doing these deals, there's people who are anxious to invest in your property just as much as you need them to invest. For example, um, when you look at some of the bank rates out there, you know, if you look if you're a millionaire and you got money and you want to put it somewhere where you can get a little bit of a return, well if you look at the banks, they're less than one percent. You know, and so when you and you come at people with regard to a property or not necessarily a property, but a way for them to earn a higher rate on their money. Uh, people tend to listen, especially those who have money. You know, th- those who don't have money that kind of say they have money, you can kind of separate those two from, you know, well, in this case, you know, I started talking to a lot of people with money. Um, I started telling them what I can do for them in regards to investing in real estate. And they listened. And so I came across two investors, um, only needed two investors in this case. Uh, they were both millionaires, actually multi-millionaires. Uh, one invested $2.7 million, the other invested $2 million in my property. Okay. Um, and that was it. 
You know, right. instead of them earning 1% on their money, they're earning 12. All and right. so, you know, it's kind of a win-win situation for both of us. Um, right. So that's kind of how it happened in All a right. nutshell. Too. I know okay. I feel a little long-winded, but that's yeah. it. Hold on, hold on, because I got to get steps to it. So, in other words, you already had the relationships because you've actually been out there trying to find commercial real estate agents, going to different places, in fact, all over the United States, meeting different people, then finding other uh, funding options. So then you get a deal that's sent to you. You didn't even have to look for it in reality. No. And then so I have on the screen the actual hotel so people know what we're talking about that you purchased. But the question is, how much did you purchase the hotel for? Uh, 4.7. 4.7 million. Right. All right which is awesome. Now, I have it up here on LoopNet in case people don't know where I'm at. It's on LoopNet.com. It's not for sale. It shows it's not for sale, but at least they had a picture still. And it's uh, and people don't, if you don't know, there's CoStar, there's uh, City Fleet, there's uh, anything else I'm missing, Will? Uh, there's probably a few more that I can't remember, but... Uh, yes, yeah, those are the, the two biggest, you know. Yeah. Exactly. So if you're looking for commercial or even residential or multifamily or land, you can go to any of those places. LoopNet is generally like the last rung because you don't have to pay for it. You can have a free membership, whereas CoStar, you still have to pay a monthly fee. So, but anyhow, you can see up on the screen, ladies and gentlemen, that that is the Super 8 Hotel in Biloxi, Mississippi. And not only that, Will, I got to I gotta do some things before we get into this because I'm so proud of you, man, that I'm excited about this because on the surface, it looks just like a hotel. It looks like ho-hum. And it, everybody goes, okay, it's a hotel, no big deal. Well, I'm going to show somebody why I think it's a much more of a big deal is because of the fact of the location. And... As they always say in real estate, it's location, 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 and that's what matters most. And I have now on the screen, Will, you're going to see, uh, you're going to be on the side of the screen, but on the screen, I'm using the uh, Google Earth, so I'm showing a street view. And you can see this is Beach Boulevard in Biloxi, Mississippi, and that's a major street. But the key to this whole thing is, as you can see, I'm spinning around here to the left, the beach. You walk across the street and the beach is right there. And you can see there's pads where there might have been buildings before, but who knows what happened? Probably hurricane, water damage, who knows? But they're not there at the moment. And Will has already told me that you can't build across the street. So even some of his units at the hotel have ocean view. You can charge more for those rooms. So once again, he gets in for 4.7. And now, Will, all I want to know next is how did you determine or was this assessed? Because I know normally they have an appraised uh, value for the property. So, uh, well, Will, let me let me know how how much the uh, how much was the appraised value of this property? Uh, well, we went with two appraisals actually. One was uh, eight and a half million, uh, and the other was uh, five point seven. Um, but you know, so actually, the seller's trying to get it to us for five point seven. 
Uh, but then uh, we kind of went in there and COVID kind of happened. Everything started melting down, you know, that sort of thing. So we went in with a little bit less. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much how it happened. The income was still pretty much solid uh, for the, the pandemic and all of that. Um, but, you know, it looks like the COVID-19 virus kind of created an atmosphere where everybody started panicking. So uh, to that point, it just ended up being a really good, you know, that sometimes, you know, when a seller's not motivated at one point, sometimes they get motivated at another point. That's, you know it, I mean? that's it. Exactly. That's a lesson to be learned. Uh, just because somebody doesn't agree with what you have uh, presented to them last month, doesn't mean things can't change a month later, just like the COVID-19 scenario. People start getting panicking and start thinking, well, wait a minute, how can I get out of here? And uh, you can serve up a lifeline. So it, and it goes true with all real estate right now. So, you know, so this is one of those things. Uh, speaking, I want to get back to the financing because that is the key to where everybody can deal with real estate. Mm -hmm. so, you built up relationships, but the financing part is the big deal. Somebody wants to do a four million, three million, two million, one million property deal. Most citizens, ordinary citizens, the OCs, they don't have twenty-five percent cash sitting around for a million dollar no. deal. Nobody has two hundred fifty thousand dollars, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a million sitting around. Mm -hmm. So. Are you willing to give up a little secret on how you were able to find people that were basically millionaires that would be willing to get 10, 12 percent on their money? Yeah, uh, I went through public records, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, I, I, I found a few people uh, here in Sacramento that invest in real estate not really that have invested you know because you can see it on the public record any every transaction real estate wise is public record you know right. I mean? so they, it gets recorded you can see how much they spend you necessarily can't see what they bought sometimes you can see the property sometimes you can't but you can see how much they spent you know um that sort of thing and so i just went with those guys that are spending like millions of dollars that's right on, that's right. on, on properties that's exactly what i did i reached out to them i contacted them uh most of the time i sent them a letter uh, they responded back. Those who um, were listed, you know, through uh, yellowpages.com or whatever they can, not yellowpages, whitepages.com. That's right. the thing I was able to contact. A lot of times you're going to get a lot of, you know, get the hell away from here. Don't do this. Don't do that. Blah, 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 blah. That's right. Uh, but a, a lot of times people who are truly interested, it's like, wait a minute. I can make, you mean I can make 12% when my, my savings rate is less than 1%? And that's how I did it. Now, now for me, I have been doing this for years. You know, I've been doing, you know, just finding people, finding investors and stuff like that for years, probably for five, six years, something like that, maybe even longer. You know what I mean? And so when a property came up, I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me go ahead and tap these guys. I mean, I have them. Let me tap them, see what they're going to do. And so I reached out to them. I sent them the information. Now, I had to sit here and build this big, elaborate package and tell them, you know, from A to Z how your money is protected how much you're going to make and what my exit plan is. And here's the thing on these types of things, you have to be very, very detailed. I mean, very detailed. The more questions your investor has to ask you, the less chances you're going to get that money. You know I mean? exactly so, and I found that out the hard way too. That's you know right. what I'm saying? And so uh, I just, I just built up a network of these people over the course of time. 
going through public records, not just in Sacramento. I mean, public records all over the country. That's you right. know what I mean? And so if you have an area that you want to, you know, focus on, say you want to be in, I don't know, say Minnesota or even Mississippi for that matter, um, you know, you kind of concentrate on those areas there. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> for Mississippi, and this is no knock against Mississippi, don't get me wrong, there are not then there, there's not a lot of investors in Mississippi, you know, right. you know that that invest private money, that sort of thing. Uh, so I had to kind of go outside of Mississippi and kind of here in Sacramento, thousands, Bay Area, thousands, L.A., many thousands. And a lot of them don't have a problem investing across state lines. You know, so when you start looking at things as far as your investment and how to make things happen, you know, um, you got to kind of go where the money is and then you got to go through a whole bunch of well, what are this or what about that? What about, well, I'm not close to the property that I, you got to kind of go through that and find that actual person. That's one of that. And there are thousands and thousands of thousands. There's like, when I pull it up, it's like 53,000 people that invested in property, just cash, just in California alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And so, you know, and these people are, these people got money to spend. And when you look at it, a lot of these people are spending like, you know, 40 million on some of these properties. Like, man, what the hell? You know, right. that sort of thing. And so, you know, you got to tap some of these people. And some of these people are down to earth people. Some of these people just want to make money. You know what I mean? And so um, they want to return on their money. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to um, worry about how they're going to make their money back. That sort of thing. So that's why you have to provide all of that. You got to, you know, provide all the answers to their questions. And if you can do that, you will get their money. I can guarantee it. And the key takeaways are you had to be precise. You had to actually, when you give them the package, like you said, you don't want them to sit there and go, hey, Will, uh, what's the occupancy rate? I didn't, I missed that. And what's going to happen yeah. with, if something happens or like a COVID situation? Are we going to be able to? Exactly. You got to know your stuff. So mm -hmm. if you make, millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, or be a real estate investor, the key thing is you better know your numbers when you're asking for money. Backwards, mm -hmm. forwards, and anything they can ask, you want to be right on point. Because that's mm -hmm. the only way they're, not, they're gonna feel comfortable with make investing millions of dollars with you. Because if you look like you're witchy-washy, they're thinking, okay, no, no, no. This guy's not uh, strong enough for us. We're not giving them millions. We might give them a few mm -hmm. thousand, but we ain't giving them a million. Yeah. Right. So here's my favorite part about this. So you get the investors. Did the investors say, I need to check your credit? Let me let me let me tell you one secret, motivational, okay? <laughs> right now, right now, you know, because of what's been happening with COVID, I mean I do other things too. My credit is crap right now. All right. I shouldn't even I shouldn't even admit that, but it is. I went from a seven fifty credit score down to under five. Because of what was happening, you know, you know, I lost everything. Uh, everything kind of went to crap. So my credit is still crap right now. Because of this, I'm going to pay off all my debts and clean my credit up. So my point is, you don't even have to have good credit. You know exactly. What I mean? the a, a lot of these, a lot of these people don't don't check your credit. There are some that will. Right. There are some. I can guarantee you that. But right. some will look at if you're strong enough and if your package is strong enough, if you present, if your presentation is strong, they're going to be like. Where can I invest? I had one guy send money in an escrow before I had even asked. I'm like, wait, we're not even ready yet. 
You know what I mean? And um, and uh, no, but the, he was just ready. He was just anxious to do the deal. That's you know right. I mean? Because that was the whole thing about my little preview today was people always hear, uh, I don't need good credit. I don't need any credit. When you're dealing with commercial property, you don't mm -hmm. need credit oftentimes because the deal speaks for itself. If you tell somebody 12% on their money and you show the revenues are coming in, they're, why do they, they don't need the check. That is the credit. The property is the asset. Right. It's not a personal mortgage for a house. So therefore, they say, okay, I have X amount of dollars coming in. Right. What do I need to check credits for? So again, right. ladies and gentlemen, you see how you can invest in real estate, not 100000 not 500000 Will did $4.7 And let me give a few shout outs, Will. In Denial 2008, welcome. Uh, Larry Williams, welcome to the live stream. Trey Lincoln, welcome. And uh, I appreciate everybody being here so far. This is one of the best live streams ever because I got my friend Will. And uh, I've known you, Will, what, 30, 40 years? I don't even know, man. We were kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> My absolute best friend on the planet. <laughs> uh, Will's the best man at my wedding. So I was the best man at his wedding. This is how far back we go. And all along, we always did talk about real estate. All the very true. In land auction days, I gave him a story last live about when I did the land auction, when I'd go oh, and flip it on eBay and sell it within a week or two. Yeah. All kind of stuff, man. So uh, that's how far back we go, ladies and gentlemen. So here we go. The next step. So now, the, the first of all, the no credit was needed. So the next step is everybody says, well, I got to have skin in the game. I need you to give me 25, 35% down. Once again, this is the no guru zone. They want you to believe it's that hard because they want you to give them money. So I'm yeah. telling you right now, Will's about to tell us he got two investors, I believe, right, Will? Two investors, two investors yeah. Normally, let's call it a five. I'll call it, even though it's $4.7 million, I'm going to call this a $5 million deal. Normally, what would have happened is you would have had to say uh, 25%. So you would have had to put down $1.25 million is what they tell the layman, the person that doesn't know no better. They go, you got $1.25 Most people go, oh, oh I got to go. I can't buy this hotel. Here's the numbers. Oh, I got this NOI. I got this percentage. And they're like, I'm sorry. You didn't put down the $1.25. Yeah. Talk about right now how you avoided doing that because he has two investors. One, I'm sure, had to put up one part. The second investor took care of the down payment. Let's go. Right. Let me know how you did it. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how you said it. You know, you got when you got two guys that don't give a crap about that, they just want to make the money, they're not really tripping off your down payment. You know what I mean? Right. You're going to have some that's going to be like, well, how much are you putting in it? You know, and then, you know, the, the, the story that circles around the financial industry is, well, if you don't make them put up any of their own money, then you're asking for trouble. And in right. some cases, that might be true. And if the deal is not as solid enough, then yeah, maybe so. Um, but when you're talking about, and I'm talking to the investors straight up, I'm telling them where I plan to go with this property. You know, So it wasn't just, I had to tell them a story um, as far as, okay, here's where we're at. Here's what I got going. I got like I got space for a restaurant. I got space for a, for a club and that sort of thing. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I showed them what restaurants I had that had interest in it. 
you know, how that's going to increase the, the income. Because when you increase the NOI, you increase the value of the property, you know. And so, of course, they had I had to verify it, you know, as far as who's going to come in, that sort of thing. But once I've done that, they just put their money in. You know, once they feel completely uh, comfortable with you, then your money, you get their money. It's just that simple, you know. Um, uh, and so there was none of that uh, skin in the game, that sort of thing, because they saw the potential of this property. And not only that, um, we're doing some other things that's going to command a higher daily rate with regard to the daily rentals. Um, and so that sort of thing is going to even command an even higher price, which also shoots the income up as well. So um, for me, it wasn't that I, I didn't have to tell them, hey, you know, um, I'm going to put in a half a million or 1.25 million, 25%. They just knew that the property was going to be successful based off of what I told them. And again, that had to do with me telling a complete story and not leaving anything out or very little out, you know, that sort of thing. And once, once they're comfortable with their story, mm-hmm. you know, they're anxious to invest because this is how they eat too. You get what I'm saying? Don't let them tell you, oh, well, I don't need you. No, they need you too. They That's need right. you too because this is how they're going to eat. This is how they make their money. One of the guys is telling me this is all he's been doing. He doesn't invest in real estate. He has no interest in real estate, but he's definitely interested in funding it. Because he That's doesn't right. want to swing a hammer or anything like that. Now, um, uh, I'm going to tap him for a little bit more money because I need to do some upgrades. Um, now, they're not just putting the money in my hands. They escort the funds. So whenever uh, I get the work done, they pay the bills. So what's happening as this is happening, the property value is getting higher and higher. So if at any point I stop paying the bill, they come take the property and they're left with a better property than they and they came into it wet. You know what I'm saying? As long as they're doing their due diligence and making sure that the money that they're sending me is going exactly for what I said it was going for. And that's the key. So so no money hit my hands at all. And that that is the key. I don't touch any of their money at all. Uh, When I get it, uh, when when the repairs are done, they pay the bill. And then, of course, I'm paying the payment on that payment. You get what I'm saying? And so that's basically how it goes. And any repairs I do, I look at it as, um, at least for me personally, it's like, okay, well, how can I get a return on this repair that I'm going to be doing? You get what I'm saying? So I'm not just going to replace a roof, um, unless the roof needs it, of course, uh, and knowing that that's not going to add value to the income that I'm bringing in. I'm replacing rooms, I'm replacing bedding, um, I'm ripping up dirty carpet and putting in wood flooring or whatever the flooring I decide to go with, that sort of thing. So I could command a higher rate, which also increased the net operating income, which in turn increased the value. You get what I'm saying? So now going with traditional funding, I wouldn't be able to do that. You know, once you, uh, once you I got that going back in can I give you, can you give me another hundred or $200,000 for this repair or that repair? There is none of that. When you're doing it this way, going from private, going to private individuals for money, you can always come back. Cause now I have a relationship That's with right. these guys. So I can come back and say, Hey man, well, here's what I have. You know what I mean? I have this, 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 and this, which they already know that it's coming. Cause I already told them it was coming when I closed the deal. That's you right. know what I mean? And so um, I can go back and say, this is what I have. This is how many rules needs to be done. This is what it's going to cost. This is what it's going to bring in. And this is how it's going to affect the overall investment. That's you it. get what I'm saying? 
Right, exactly. So that in turn actually goes along with you're increasing the value of the property when you're doing what they call rehabbing. So mm -hmm. any investor, when they realize that it's appraised at, let's call it uh, 5.7 million, there's mm -hmm. a direct correlation between if I need to do like 10% of the rooms or 40% of the rooms and I upgrade them, and now these rooms can get more money. We just increased our overall value on our, our the value on the exit could uh, increase to 6.5, let's say. So now mm -hmm. we're almost $2 million more just by spending, let's call it $200,000. And any investor is going to go, where can I sign up? <laughs> it's like a five to one on my money or seven to one on my money. And I'm already in this making money in the first place. That's so, very true. I'm not making 12% now. Now we're talking about generational wealth because now all partners can get one million, one million, one million mm -hmm. on the upside of that wasn't there when we bought it, which also goes to say before I start, first of all, there's one thing with real estate, location, location, location. That's your first thing. The second thing with real estate is you don't want to buy at the high end of the range on a property. You want to be able to rehab a property and that property be below market value. So when you rehab it, not only do you get your revenues up, which means your property worth more, but now you also have your property increased in value simply because you rehab the property. So therefore, in two ways. So therefore, you do not want to do what these gurus do and tell you to go out here and buy these $10 million, $250 million properties and what they call A properties, because now you have almost zero upsides. So when your property hits a COVID-19 situation where you only have 40% of your people paying your note and you then put down 25%, 35% for now upside down. And therefore, you're not, if you invested in some of these REITs and some of these gurus, they're not sending you dividend checks right now. And there's a reason. So when you buy real estate, you have to know your exit plan. That is number two. You do not buy property and then figure it out later. You buy property and go, okay, I know, like in Will's case, I know my property is worth 5.7 and I bought it for 4.7. On a bad day, I can see. If something goes bad, I know I can resell it for my 4.7. We're not going to lose. So there's some other things with Will's property that was so important that he touched upon. The upside part was he can rehab rooms, but he also has a restaurant and a conference room that is not even being used right now. That wasn't even part of the calculation for the value of this property, but it's the calculation for him and the partners for the value of the property because as soon as you're able to get a tenant in the in the restaurant and as soon as you start opening open up the doors for the conference room you have additional revenue so now the value of the property overnight has went up from 5.7 to whoever knows what the additional revenue stream will be and how much that'll be but now you can easily add another million dollars to the value and it'll be 6.7 soon as he has revenues from a restaurant and when you have the conference room. It's not far-fetched. This is what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. And everybody knows, Will, we got this thing here. I haven't shown you, but I got the SS uh, Stop Struggling Now gear. And I got this other gear that we call it Emerging Millionaires. That's what one of our gear says. And this is if you want to be a millionaire, ladies and gentlemen, 
You need to pay attention to what Will's saying. He's giving it to you straight. This is no fluff. This is no BS. We've both been doing real estate for a minute, and this is how you do it. This is why I sit here on YouTube and watch all these gurus trying to collect your money from books, from these seminars, these webinars, and all along, all you had to do was do your due diligence and do your work. You put in the work. Like Will said, Will, I'll recap. You said you went down to the public records and looked at who bought the properties and you contacted them. There was no email list. There was no, I'm going to go down and have a guru help me out. You were strictly going down and got that information. You sent them a letter. You made a phone call and that was all it took. And you had to find a property that a millionaire would be willing to invest in. And not only that, you had to make it attractive to them. 12% in your case for this one. Nobody right. can come talk to you when you say, I'll give you 2%. You can forget that. They're going to they're yeah, sure. give you that anyway. They're not going to talk to you about that. But when you start talking about 10%, 12%, 13%, when you get into double digits, they're going, wait a minute, I can't anywhere. So, right. ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to have any questions, put them forth in the chat room. Get your answers right now, free of charge, because one day you're looking at the next guru right here. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at the next guru. Uh, you might be coming to a seminar, webinar, paying him $1,500, $2,000 just to show up in the room. And then you want to be in his master class. You got to pay him an extra $5,000 for the upsell. <laughs> I'm playing, ladies and gentlemen. That's not how me and Will roll, man. We humble, we help people out on the way up. You never know who you're gonna meet on the way down, so you got to be cool and help people out. All right, Will. So we got to the main parts, the main ingredients. No credit needed. You didn't have to put any of your own money down because you found two investors willing to put in each piece of the pie. So the down payment was taken care of by one investor the, the or a little more, and the second investor took care of the other part. So right. in our case, I'll use it like in our example, in case you just joined us, I said a $5 million property, Wills was 4.7, but to make things even, you normally got to put down 25%. So somebody put down 1.25 million, the other person put down 3.75 million. Basically, there's something along those lines, and Will gets a property, with partners and basically in it, reaping the rewards of the monthly revenue stream that's coming in from it. And it's a hotel, ladies and gentlemen. This is not multifamily. This is travel industry. This is what you call, Will, I hate to say it, but long-term money. That's, that's what true. I'm saying, long, you that's never true. go to a hotel, never. <laughs> Yeah, I, I never even I never even considered it because I don't know anything about it. You're right. You know what I mean? I, I have no idea as far as is how to run it. I've never have any had any experience in a hotel at all. Nothing. Only thing I had experience in is real estate as far as multifamily, that sort of thing, some assisted living properties and things like that. But right. and some student housing, things like that. But hotel was like so far off the radar, I just hadn't even considered it. Um, but I do understand you know, net operating incomes and things like that and how um, these things can make you a fortune. I understand when I look at a certain number, 
how much it is and how much it would take to buy a property. Because I can still do numbers because the numbers don't change from hotels to apartments to anything else. It's just what your net operating income is versus what your expense, you know, versus what your loan's going to be and what that spread is in between is what goes into your pocket. You know, so I do understand that. Um, and so, but this can work on anything. It doesn't have to just necessarily be a hotel, be an apartment. I'm looking at an apartment building right now in, in, uh, in Texas. Right. Um, and uh, it looks like it, and, and, and my, and my, yeah, me too, man. Uh, it, it's a little different down there as far as the people, um, as far as, you know, as far as, you know, things that people like to do and things like that. But people understand if they want to sell, everybody understand the color of green. But, That's correct. Um, and uh, so, you know, I'm looking at that. Um, I already have the money lined up, believe it or not, if it's a deal. Um, okay. And then we can kind of go for that. What I'm trying to do, because the apartment is, it's got like some code issues and things like that they had it's code inspection and the guy is like super motivated now that's right um and it's only like half full nice apartments though structurally sound uh cosmetically it does well but what happened is some young guy came in and bought the property young some young millionaire spoiled guy i'm not gonna call him a brat uh but he spoiled didn't necessarily know how to run it um and now you know he's bleeding tenants left and right and now he's looking at a property that he can't really get his mortgage for it, that's you know, right. that sort of thing. And so now uh, I'm going to come in and look at it and put a package together for probably one of the same guys that's actually in this hotel deal and see if we can strike a deal with it. And it looks like we're going to be able to do that. Looks like it. Right. Um, not sure yet, but uh, once um, we get to that part, I'll come back and let you know how that went as well. All right. You know? All right. Yeah. But that's uh, got the, the key words, motivated seller. Absolutely. That's a key phrase. Like I said, just because he wouldn't have sold a year ago when all was good, now all of a sudden when he's bleeding tenants, he needs to get out because he can't even mortgage obligation. So basically, with the foreclosure in three months or four months, or whoever the lender is just going to take it back and uh, call it a day because at least they get some money direct. So. Uh, those are his options, and these are the kind of things, if you're a real estate investor, this is what you're looking for. This is what you're hunting for. This is your job. This is what you do. All right, Will, we got a few people. Uh, Tony LaToya is Willie married. (laughs) 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 All right, no comment. (laughs) No, no, that's funny. Uh, uh, Larry Williams, here's Larry Williams. You joined us a little bit late. I, we actually went over it, but I'll try to recap on your questions. Larry Williams, you asked if, uh, are they hard money lenders? So they're not in this case. They're actually investors with Will in this case, right? Yeah, they're, they're just regular people, man. Um, exactly. They gave you money know. and they want a percentage on their money that they put down. They're right. good. At that. They don't need to charge somebody hard money, 14, 20% whatever the hell for their money, they are investors. And those are the kind of people you need to find which the gurus don't want to tell you about. Because if you find these type of people, you don't need the gurus. That's the point. Because if you can find funding for yourself, you can bypass gurus because now you just go look for property at that point. Yeah, f- funding is, is over 50% of your, your issue there. If you got If you got the funding, you can get anything done as long as it's the right property. That's the thing. Again, you have to tell the story of That's the property. Right. They, they want to know everything because if they're putting up their money, 
especially in these stratospheric levels, they're going to want to know everything. You know, everything. What's your contingency plan for this? What, like you said, if, if, if COVID happens, uh, what's going on? Uh, how are you going to be able to uh, assure, ensure that I get my payment every month? And so that you have to know that. You have to know an exit plan. Uh, one of the things that, that I benefit from, I have a six, my, my roller desk consists of about 600 people who buy this kind of stuff, hotels, apartments, and things like that. So if all else fails, I can even flip it to someone else, you know? That's right. Uh, that's what I think. So, I mean, I, I covered all of that, all the way down to the very last resort. It, this last resort, I'll flip the damn thing, get rid of it, and make you hold, make you profit, that sort of thing. Exactly. So, that's yeah. what they're here, too. Because that's the yeah. ultimate thing right there. When you're talking about individuals, they just want to make sure I'm not going to lose my $4 million. Exactly. That's all it amounts yeah. All right. Well, Larry so, Williams, they're not lenders. Larry Williams asked, uh, did you find the hotel? If so, where did you look? We went over that earlier so you can review it, but I'll give you a recap. Uh, Will, because he's been doing real estate and looking for real estate for so long, people actually sent him the deal for the hotel. Can you imagine that, ladies and gentlemen, sent a deal where you can actually make something happen? He didn't have to look for it. So those are the kind of things that you want to do. Uh, can you walk us through the process step by step? Larry Williams, again, you're probably going to have to go and, and check the start of the video because uh, we're asking it step by step. So where did he find it was asked. How did he finance it? How we've been doing it? So we've been going step by step along the way. And basically, I'll give you a short recap again. The recap is this. He got sent the deal. He's able to have people that can fund the deal. So he contacted a few people that he thought could fund the deal. A couple of people said, yes, we'll fund this deal. So you needed no credit, no down payment, no nothing. And they funded the deal because they're getting 12% on their money. And who wouldn't want 12% on their money in this day and age? So that's it. Yeah. And right. here's the thing. Uh, when I looked for that property, it wasn't just those two that responded. I had a lot of people respond. Oh, you I, know, I had a lot of people who were interested in it, you know, that sort of thing. But I went with the guys who had the longest pockets so I could just get the deal done without having, you know, creating a, a deed of trust for this, another one for that, right. a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth, which if you want to stay compliant with the SEC, you got to do it that way. So instead That's of having 150 people on one property saying, okay, you have a, a 10th now or you're 11th in line, that sort of thing. Uh, I look for two people with the biggest money and now I have a first and second. You're right. That's kind That's of how it works. What you got to do as a real estate investor. You got to find people with the money. That's why you're out there meeting people and then interacting with other real estate people, other real estate investors, with other real estate commercial agents. That's part of the benefits. All right, Will. Let's see. What else do we have a question on? Chris Evans, Michelle, welcome to the live stream. Have either of you guys ever used 203K loan to rehab a property? I have not. I don't know if Will has. Um, Wait, say it again. Have, has anybody, have either one of us ever used a 203K loan to rehab a property? No. It's not necessary. Okay. No. The reason why it's not necessary, two reasons. Well, I'll put it this way. What what I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you bought the property under value. So then you would have two options. You wouldn't need a 203K loan because you would have been able to go back and refi it. And you could have used some of the refi money to do your rehab. Or second, you have an investor who says, I'll give you the money to rehab the property. And you got to give him a percentage of the property. 
you don't you you wouldn't even have to qualify for a loan mm -mm. reality now not in this case no. if you bought the property at an a level where you're at the top of the market that it's appraised for five million and you go in and buy it for 475 million i mean uh 4.75 million you're gonna have a little problem now you're gonna be talking about i gotta go get a 203k loan to rehab the property you don't want to be in that situation what you want to do is you buy the property you make your money when you buy property ladies and gentlemen it's that simple you have to know your exit plan juvie lover welcome to the live stream thank you so much for showing up all right will so we got down to the basics on how you acquired the property are now i don't want to get into personals on the money part even though i kind of know what it is but what i want to know is so ladies and gentlemen when we're talking about buying properties the restaurant and the conference room right now are not being used is that correct not at all not being utilized okay. at all and the recap the property was appraised at 5.7 million that is correct okay so when when somebody walks in and i'll just use simple numbers even though i kind of already know the numbers but i'm going to use different numbers i'm going to say okay. somebody walks in and says okay will you're across the street from the beach there's a perfect location i'm on beach boulevard here i want to put a restaurant at your super eight because i have how many rooms do you have is it 113 225 225 good grief i gave only half the number 225 units a restaurant guy says i'll give you ten thousand dollars a month because you automatically are like 70 percent 80 percent full people from your hotel is going to be coming down here night and day getting food plus i'm across the street from the beach where people from the beach will see there's a restaurant here and walk over here get some food here's the thing that's ten thousand dollars a month ladies and gentlemen which now would mean that a rest that his property gets an extra hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year and because he owns the property he can say by the way because i own the property and because i have tenants and or not tenants but guests in this hotel and because of my location where i'm bringing you customers i think you can give me two or three percent on your money that is exactly right that's actually the standard i didn't even know that that's kind of a little bit bonus and then i was like wait a minute you're gonna tell me you're gonna give me a three percent override over your overall sales i had no idea that that even existed yeah. so um yeah that that was that was a little bonus that i didn't even know anything about three percent ladies and gentlemen yeah. so now here's what happens the, the place gives him ten thousand dollars a month the restaurant so let's say the restaurant uh does i don't know uh, uh fifty thousand dollars in revenue mm -hmm. they're sending my man here another fifteen hundred dollars pretty much it yeah you can't beat that yeah that, that was a little bonus that i did not expect so exactly um, yeah old school triple net when they used to do <laughs> rentals and then when you used to have to get a retail location they used to do this kind of triple net where you had to give them money based on your profits and revenues. It was crazy. Yeah. So this again is a situation where Will bought the property perfect in this case, because that is an upside and at $120,000 a year adds to the revenue. And now that can in turn mean that the property could be valued at 6.7 million. Cause I always go 10%. Well, you know, my standard on my head uh, yeah, of course. on the revenue. So <laughs> right. I'm saying it's 6.7 right out low, low six, seven. 
So now right. we have a conference room where, again, you're able to sit there and say, okay, I, I don't know what conference rooms rent for nowadays, but they used to be anywhere from 300 to 1,000 to who knows, sky's the limit, depending on what the event is. But again, if you can turn into making even a simply $5,000 a month, which ends up being $60,000 a year, ladies and gentlemen, that's another $600,000 in what I can sell this property for. So now at 6.7, I can sell this for 7.7, Right. 7.3. So again, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I'm so excited because it's my boy, it's my man, <laughs> it's Will. He did yeah. it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So if you have any other questions, let me know, but we're going to keep going on with this right here. So now after we got, we've went through the whole thing pretty much how we have an upside, how we have uh, anything like that. Now, as an investor in this property, once you have it, what happens? Are you are you actually looking beyond the conference room and the restaurant to even get more revenue to the property? Yeah, actually, yes. Uh, we're going to do a change of use on this. So it's not going to be a... a uh, a super eight any longer. We're going to go with another brand, uh, which is going to command us a little bit more money. Oh. Uh, we might be looking to push the average daily rate up to about 115, 120 in that case per room. You know, and, you know, it depends on the brand that we go with. We're still kind of negotiating. That's why I'm not giving the brand yet. No, I mean, um, um, but. But not only that, but we can take our occupancy from at this case, in this case, it was 40 percent to up to 70 percent, you know, year round, which is really going to command a much higher price. The income is going to skyrocket um, and the hotel value is going to go into the, the 10s to 11s, perhaps. That's you know? right. and this, is, this is just me guessing. That's right. So, um, there is one other thing, though, that I noticed. When I did a screenshot of the street view, it said on the sign of Super 8, it said uh, fitness center. There's a fitness center there. But, it, but a normally a hotel doesn't have a big old fitness center sign like that. That part is true. Um, so is this a fitness center that's a, a, a place where you can actually charge to come in there? I hadn't even considered that. But you actually can. It's a full-fledged gym. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah. I saw the sign. It looks like the previous owner was using it to attract people to come work out there because that sign is like huge. It's not yeah. like a normal hotel where you walk in and they go like, "Oh, by the way, there's a gym over here." You know, right. he's got it on right. the on the street. So yeah. that's what it seemed like to me. Which again, yeah. that would be additional revenue. So I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah, that's so, that's something to think about. <laughs> I mean, how do you think about that? That's interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, Joshua Felder asks, even though he's joking, here's the question. He's like, what's the cost to rent your conference room for gurus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. The, the, the short answer is I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, you know, it, it's funny you when you when you talk about the conference room. Though, you know, I'm a, I'm a big jazz fan, um, and um, 
one of the things that I considered was some sort of jazz club, some sort of night spot, that sort of thing where people can kind of hang out by the beach, kind of listen to some people play some music, that sort of thing. Um, one of my favorite artists, I was at his show one day and I told him that, hey, man, I'm looking at buying a, a piece of property on the beach. Um, kind of explained to him what it was about. And he was like, oh, man, not only am I interested, I get some people to come perform as well. So, you know, there, there's there's kind of options that we can do in, in regards to the, the conference room. It doesn't necessarily have to be a conference room. I mean, oh, it's cool. It's a um, nice-sized room. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't bring them up to show, but anybody can go uh, look at it. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. All right. Dave Sincere, welcome to the live stream. Just say it. Welcome. Glad you can make it. We're talking about how you can buy a hotel with no of you, no money out of your pocket, how you can buy a hotel without credit, and it's purchased for $4.7 million. Ordinary citizen, my man, Willie Red, in the house, in the Stop Struggling Now, no guru zone, spilling all the beans, telling you how you get it, telling you how he got investors, Telling you how he found the property. Can we keep going on and on and on? All right, Will. So now we got the extra income possibilities out of the way. And you're sitting there in Biloxi, Mississippi, across the street from the beach. Did any of this, was it, how much of a factor was across the street from the beach? That was huge. That was huge, actually, uh, for me at least. Um, because everybody, you know, when you go to stay at a spot, if you, if I think when you start talking about a hotel that's on the beach versus not on the beach, um, I think most people will gravitate towards the beach. But here's the kicker um, for this one here: you can only in this part of, of town you can walk around with alcohol open container outside on the beach. You know what I mean? Whereas you can't do that anywhere else in town. You know, what I mean? so if you go inland, you, you get caught with an open container, you know, that's trouble. But out here, you can do it. Out by the beach, you can do it. So that that's, that's New yeah. Orleans and Biloxi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Mardi Gras does happen down there, too. Oh, yeah, you know, I know. You know, I know. Uh, they got it like, uh, in fact, the full two weeks of Mardi Gras in New Orleans, they're doing it in Biloxi the same way. And they also have Carnival in Biloxi. That's very true. I almost went to Biloxi because of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they, they got a lot of things down there. Cruise in the coast is, is exactly. another one down there. I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on down there. It's That's right. Cool That's right. Motorcycle stuff, all kind of stuff, man. So it's awesome. <laughs> and the casinos are there with shows, which brings people into town. So That's very true. And, and one of the things that, that, that I didn't know, that the big casinos actually brings you business as well. Because you start talking about some people who are staying at these places at three, four hundred dollars a night, and then they see me down at a hundred dollars a night, one hundred fifteen dollars a night. It tends to fill up. They're That's building right. a few, a few casinos. One's a billion dollars. One's like one six, a billion six, right. uh, down there. That you get that spillover. Wow. You know, my hotel gets that spillover from those people as well. Wow. So yeah, it's a trip. I didn't know that. I didn't know uh, they were building another casino down there. That's awesome for yeah. you. Yeah, they're, they're building two of them, actually. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would be remiss, Will, if I didn't do some sort of promo because, and you're not going to, you're going to be like, what promo? 
like, what promo? Here's the promo. We in this to make money, ladies and gentlemen. So here's what I'm proposing. If there's anybody right now that has a real estate deal, you know what to do. Oh, man, and Eric.strugglingnow.com. Absolutely. Hit me up, and we'll see if we can put a package together, and we might have funding for you. Might be able to make some things happen. And you have the No Guru Zone here. We ain't charging you. But, of course, you're going to have to be partners with somebody. So that's how it's going to be. So if you have any pro properties or proposals that you're trying to do and you can't get the funding, again, send it to me. And uh, Will will probably be involved with it, and he'll help you out. And I'll uh, see Absolutely. if we can make things happen. All right? Totally. So, ah, you got no problem with that, right? Mm, not at all. <laughs> not <in the> <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anybody that loves real estate, this is your chance. We're talking about commercial. You can do residential, multifamily. Take your pick, commercial. But just don't be bringing me no retail locations like them little strip centers. Forget about it. <laughs> yeah, where half the, the store is empty, there's no anchor, that sort of thing. That's yeah, right. No we trying none of those. Yeah, no warehouse industrials either. That's right. Stay away from that. to have revenue coming in, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Larry Williams, I'm glad you could make it. Hopefully we answered your questions. Get on that other Zoom call, and uh, we'll see you on another one. I am that I am 777. Welcome to the live stream. Appreciate you showing up. All right, Will. I think we pretty much went over everything on this deal. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that we left <laughs> out as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions, like I said, we're going to end this because uh, we have an emerging millionaire sitting around answering your questions and telling us a deal. <laughs> We can't have this keep going on like this. Only I sit around here for two hours on the live stream. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going to let Will go in about five minutes. So if you guys got any questions, any further questions, let me know. And I'll uh, put them over here in chat. Uh, I am that I am 777. You didn't miss the whole thing. All you have to do is go to YouTube and go to the uh, start the video at the beginning. And you can watch it all live. It'll uh, be rendering, and it's right there for everybody to see. Oh, by the way, Will, yeah, uh, I forgot to tell you. You're on the YouTube channel for life now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, I, do I get my 3% override? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody, that's what I keep telling y'all. When you guys start talking about consultation fees, because, Will, I keep telling them that some people will say, hey, Eric, do you do consultation fees? And then, as you know, I always say I get paid more than lawyers. So I say you better take what I'm giving free right now because if I start doing consultations, you got to give me like $1,000 plus per hour. Yeah, you call it a night. <laughs> exactly. All right. Lewis Smith, welcome from Jersey. I went to Northern Burlington Junior Senior High School in Jersey, and it's still there. All right. All right, welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to let Will go here in a short bit. Like I said, in a few more minutes, what time is it? It's uh, a little after the hour. So, Will, I want to thank you so much, man. And uh, Oh, man, <laughs> anytime. Yeah, anytime. And, and once again, man, I appreciate uh, your time. And, uh, man, you know, I'm so proud of you. I don't know what to do. I'm like a giggling uh Friend is sitting right here every day going, my boy, my boy, my boy did it. 
you know. So uh, it, it's so awesome, man. Well, I, I sit there and watch you, even I sit there, man, through years and years, decades, man, watch you <laughs> make money out of nothing. I'm like, man, how is this guy doing this man, all the time? It's like incredible, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you've been making money ever since, you know, I've known you, really, yeah. you know what I mean? And well, so, hey, you know. Hey, hey, and, hold, on, hold on, don't be letting out all the secrets. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I, a slow I, I, drip every now and then. I give him a slow drip. This is what I used to do. This is what I do. This is what I, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, man, me and Will known each other. We've always talked about what would happen later on uh, in in stock market, in in uh, real estate, anything that has to do with creating wealth. Me and Will have talked about over the years. And uh, I'm more than proud of them by, by being able to purchase a 4.7 million hotel that's branded across the street from the beach. It, that is an awesome thing. Um, uh, hold on, Will. I think we got a question. Alvina Bercy, welcome to the live stream. Hi, I'm a novice to real estate, but I'm very eager to build my city, Detroit, back up. How can I start finding investors? All right. Here's the first thing in case you just came to the live stream. I was just telling everybody, hit me up at Eric at StopStrugglingNow.com. That's the first thing you need to do. And if you have a property in Detroit, and I'm hoping you're talking about multifamily property in Detroit, because I'm pretty sure it's inexpensive over there. And what you need to do to find investors is you have to know your numbers. The property has to be making money, preferably it has to have revenue coming in. Nobody's going to invest in anything where you tell them I'm giving you 2%, 3% on your money. So this thing better start having some money coming in. And that way you send it over to us and I'll let Will handle this. I'm not the real estate expert. I'm not the real estate guru here. Will is. <laughs> I'm, I'm assigning it to you, Will. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Smith, yes. Detroit. So if anybody has any real estate deals, you guys can send them over and uh, me and Will will look at them. And if you're trying to get funding for them, you've come to the right spot because Will has spent years developing relationships with people who are able to fund projects and who aren't going to sit here and worry about how much uh, you got down, how much credit, this, that, and the other. If the if it makes sense, then they're going to invest. It's that simple. That's true. So I hope I help you, Alvina Bursty. All right. And that's the thing. I don't I don't look at anybody because I, I do get those questions. Well, what's your credit score? How much do you bring to the table? Those are the guys I throw off to the side. I don't even look at them. I don't call them. I don't return their calls or anything like that. Um, but as long as somebody say, hey, let me see the deal, that sort of thing. And yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. Those are the guys I look at. The guys that actually want to fund the deal. Look at the actual deal. And, you know, that's just how I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it any other way. That's right. That's right. Because you can. That's, yeah. You can now. That's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You have to put in the work. You can't just what we're what Will is offering, what I'm offering right now is you guys are about to be able to if you're investing in real estate, you can bypass all the hard work that normally would t be needed because Will spent years to develop a relationship where he could have somebody give him a million dollars, two million dollars. This isn't something easy that you can do. You can't just start out today and walk around and go, hey, man, I want you to invest $3 million in something I have. You're going to have to know what you're doing. And most people who start out in real estate don't know what they're doing, quite frankly. So, Very true. 
Yeah, so we're giving you a head start. We're more than a head start because the gurus, they don't tell you that you cannot get funding. They don't tell you that you're going to need 25 to 30% down. They just forget about that like it doesn't exist. And yeah. they, you know, they tell you, oh, yeah, you can go get this $2 million property. Well, they don't tell you you're going to need like $600,000 down. They don't, they don't even, they just bypass it. So you find the property and then get frustrated and then you give up. And yeah, you run into a wall in, they, at that point. You know, you find a property, you spent all your time looking at this property, going to see the property. And then all of a sudden, when it comes time to funding and all of that sort of thing, it's like, you know, well, where's your 25%? Like, wait a minute, nobody told me that. Yes. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, owner financing is another way. And then a lot of times you got to go through hell with them too. You right. know, that sort of thing. So. Uh, I think I think this is kind of the best way to do it. You want somebody who is looking for a place to park their money, um, and then you um, provide them a monthly income, a dividend check that they would not otherwise see. Um, um, I will give you a word of caution. Um, when you're doing any kind of deal, if you happen to find one on your own, or if you come with us, one of the things that I, I try to do is or not do is I, I negotiate an interest only type of thing and here's the reason for that you don't want to start paying principal uh, on 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 any kind of, of money that you borrow from these people and the reason why is because first of all your payment goes up secondly uh when you do that uh and your payment goes up a lot of times when you're paying these people back it just depends on who you know a, a high net worth guy you're okay, but if you borrow for somebody that only has like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, when you start paying them back principal on top of their interest only payment, a lot of times when you pay them off, they don't have that money to invest again. It's like they're spending it as they're paying. So you want to give them just the interest only, and then when they're done, when you're done with it, if you refinance it or sell it, and you give them their money, now they got this money to play with again, as a as opposed to money that they don't have. Um, that, that they've spent on as, as as you're paying them, they're spending that money on their personal needs and since that money is going to the wayside. So anytime that you get any kind of an interest, uh, uh, a personal loan from anybody, uh, you want to make sure to negotiate interest only payments only. You get what I'm saying? That's right. Exactly right. And, and uh, in your case, is that what you did this time? All the time. Yeah, it's only interest only. Right? That's the only way to do it, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. in my opinion. Because if you're going to start paying on the principal, you're going to not be able to make profit. So that means you have your exit at uh, how long is the interest only? Uh, my interest is 24 months. Okay. So at 24 months, either I'm going to negotiate with the guy uh, to see if I can find something different. Uh, to We can do another uh, extended loan. But in this case, I don't think I'm going to need that. 24 months is plenty of time for me to get the property where it needs to be. Um, and any kind of, cause then I'm going to go for a regular loan, like, a, uh, a regular commercial loan. That's going to be about three or 4%. So I can cut that 12% down to three or 4%, that, that's you know, right. and, and put that money back in your pocket. And then when you do that, you can also take money back That's right. in, in return. Cause now it's not a new purchase. It's, it's a refinance. So you refinance it and then you can get some money on top of that and you still, increase your monthly income, the money that you're going to put in your pocket, because that interest rate is still going to be a lot less than what you're paying to a, a private individual. So that's the key. Exactly. 
Exactly. Which is a beautiful, once again, these are all the kind of considerations that you have to think about on the exit. If there's going to be an exit or a refi, these are the kind of things we have to think about. Because yeah. if you can drop from a 12, I don't know the interest, we won't get into it, but if you're paying like an 8% and then it drops down to a 3.7, you're, all that extra cash, that 5% difference is in your pocket now. And when you talk about financing millions, that 5% makes a huge difference. Yeah, it's exactly a right. huge difference. That's exactly yeah. right. 5%, ladies and gentlemen, on let's call it an NOI. Let's give me an NOI of like $800,000. That means my 10% is 80, 5% is 40, $40,000 a year over the course of 10 years. That's $400,000. That's significant. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, that's another lifetime worth of funds. So that's very, that's very true. So these are the kind of things, ladies and gentlemen, that's a little intricate. And if, if you're going to invest in real estate and want to be call yourself a real estate investor, you need to learn your craft and you need to learn your numbers. Don't play around because no investor is going to give you anything if you don't know your numbers. Yeah, it, you can have the best deal in the world. You know, if you can't explain it, if you can't tell a story and complete the story, it doesn't matter how good the deal is. If you can't exactly. tell it and they don't trust you, you're not going to get anything out exactly. of it. And that is the truth. Exactly. Anything. That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let Will go. And uh, thank you so much again, Will. I appreciate it, man. Uh, oh, man, anytime. Thank you for the opportunity to tell my stories. Oh, yeah, you know, man. I couldn't <laughs> pack this one up. Like I said, I feel like a little kid in a candy store. Oh, man. man. I've been doing real estate forever. You know that. So <laughs> yeah. when this one, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. So You know, the funny thing about this, man, and everybody would tell me this. You know, my brother, Lamar, was, dude, you're reaching too high. You're doing this, my mom. Hey, what are you doing? Why are you going for these big dollar deals and that sort of thing? And everybody um, was just talking negatively. Like, man, you can't do this. You can't do that. You just right. really, you're just a small time guy, which I still right. am, you know? Right. And then they're like, well, you can't do this. You gotta, you gotta start small, baby. Right. Uh, run, get a fourplex first and then go to an eightplex and then do this. You know, right. people, you know, that's, the biggest issue I have with telling people what I'm about to do is they think you're full of crap. You know, don't right. do this. You got you're in for a big disappointment. And the people who love you the most will be your most ardent cr critic. You know what I mean? Right. They're, they're the ones that tell you, no, you can't do this. I'm, I'm trying to save you, and you can't do that. What you got? You can't listen to any of these people. A lot of times, I don't tell people what I'm doing. You know what right. I mean? Now, you know, right. like when Eric found out. Eric found out the other day when we just trying to catch up. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm out here doing something. I'm doing this. And he said, wait a minute. Did you close on that deal? I was like, oh, man, I thought I told you. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, I didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew. And as a matter of fact, 80% of the people that I'm dealing with still don't know. Hey, you know, that, that sort of thing. So, you know, they just know that I'm not going to work as much as I used to, that sort of thing. Right. And all of that. You know, my, my lifestyle has changed, but not really that much. Right. You know, that sort of thing. So, you know, my, my point is your family and the people who love you the most will be your most ardent critic. And you got to really not listen to these people and continue to do what you're going to do. If you believe in something, I say, go for it. That's you right. Know, you, eat, you eat an elephant a bite at a time. Most times, but sometimes you can swallow an elephant whole. That's if, it's, right. if, 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 if you have the right attitude for it. That's right. We'll so. preach about that. That's, yeah. what, so that's what I talk about. It's stop struggling now. I'm like, most of the time you listen to nine to five workers, 
telling you you can't do something. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Now, I need you to go pull that stuff out the warehouse and bring it to the front so you can, you know, whatever the case may be. And then you're, right. you're back at work saying, oh, I guess I can't do it. So uh, for me personally, I just don't share with a lot of people what I'm doing. Right. You know I, what I mean, I really don't. That way, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. And you too, actually, man. So, uh, yeah. Where do you think I learned it from? So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's something that, that it was one of those things that I, I've noticed throughout the years that people were always trying to talk you out of it. You know, in the in a early 2000s, I bought, the, I bought a whole bunch of homes. The same thing. My mom, baby, you can't buy a home. You need credit. You need this. You need that. Baby, I'm trying to stop you from losing your you know, you know, your and that sort of thing. And, you know, and so after about my fifth or sixth home, my mom was like, well, baby, I'm not going to tell you what you can't do anymore because you don't listen anyway. You know, that sort of thing. And so, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that you just can't let family talk you out of what you're trying to do. You know, right. you know family will talk you out of your dream quick, That's you know, right. and you got to be the person to be like, no, no matter what anybody say, I'm going to continue on. And so for me, I just don't tell anybody because they don't know and they can't talk me out of it. That's you know? right. That's that sort of thing. That's right. Exactly. That's how <laughs> we talk about it here, Will. Are you speaking uh, exactly what I've been saying? Just mm -hmm. do what you got to do no matter what. Don't stop day by day, week by week. And before you know it, it'll be a year, two years, three years, and you'll learn your craft. And the next thing you know, You'll make things happen and you'll be financially independent or be able to do whatever you want. Walk around, wake up whenever you want, go to bed whenever you want. It's yeah. that, you know, big yeah. the quality of life. I don't have a bad time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't have anywhere I need to be. You know, <laughs> exactly. I, I was up till four o'clock in the morning last night just surfing the internet, not doing, you know, just kind of chilling. So, um, if I had a job, I'd have been like, oh, God, I got to get to bed. You know, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's, no difference. that's right. And this is why, Will, I've been talking about the top 10 percenters and one percenters for the last three or four months. Mm -hmm. And basically, I've been telling people to think about something else that you're involved in, which now we're, you're going to be here a little longer if we get into it. But it had to do with stocks. Because oh, man. Uh, it, the way I always tell everybody is, and Will, you know I used to say something, but I'm not going to say it here. But basically, I used to say just, well, what the hell? I'm going to say it. It's my channel. So being that we're minorities, I used to always say, see what the white guys are doing, and that's where you should be. So <laughs> they're in the stock market, I I'm remember there. That. Estate, I'm there. If they're in the car business, I'm there. Wherever they're at making billions, yeah. I'm there. <laughs> so this is that, the whole point. Wherever you want to do, you make sure you do it 110% you keep going and don't let nobody stop you. That's the bottom. Sure. That's right, Paula. Mindset's everything. All right. Okay, Will. Well, anyhow, Will, I'll, I was going to let you go in five minutes. Give me two more because we're talking about creating wealth here today. We gave people some nuggets that they will not get from any place else. And now I'm going to change it to everybody wants to be financially independent. Everybody wants to be uh, wealthy. It's one step at a time. So like we were talking about real estate and I told everybody the top 10% of the wealthiest in America own 84% of the stocks. 
So shouldn't 90 per, the rest of us, 90% of the people be in stocks? That's where your money should go in as well. Some should go there. So we'll uh, uh, I don't know what to really call it because I don't really want to call it day trading, but it's but a, that's what it is. Yeah, it's along that's, that that's line. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. Forex though, right? Say it again. It's Forex, right? Oh, it's definitely Forex. Yeah, the foreign exchange. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, which is a, a lot larger of a market than the stock market by leaps and bounds, actually. That's right. Um, and, but the trading principles are the same, whether you're trading stocks, forex, or if you're trading IBM. It's That's all the right. same. You know, when you're looking at a chart, if you look at a forex chart and you look at a, uh, you look at a, uh, a stock chart, they, if, if you're looking at candlesticks, they're going to look the same. You know, um, and you have some of the same thing, head and shoulders patterns, double tops, uh, expanded cup or pennant flags, whatever. You know, for me, I trade chart patterns. Uh, and so um, when I look at a pattern, um, uh, it doesn't matter what I'm looking at. Um, now, some, some patterns behave a little bit differently depending on which currency pair I'm looking at, but it's all the same, you know, um, and it doesn't matter where it is from stocks to, to, foreign, to, to the Forex. It's all the same stuff. I would highly recommend um, if you have an interest to be in some sort of stock, some sort of day trading. It's what I do. Um, you know, I'm not, and I'm just a day trader. I, I'm in a stock maybe a day at the most, right. you know, and then you got guys like Buffett who was in the stock for like some years, you know, that's what I got thing. But, you know, um, but starting out in stocks, you know, you're going to be starting out small if you just starting out. Um, you probably can't afford to be anything no more than a day or even half a day in that case until you build up your, your volume and then you can get into some little bit longer stocks where you can make a little bit more money. Uh, but stock is definitely is where it's at. It's definitely where it's at. Right. So Exactly. You got to be <laughs> millionaires and millionaires play. That's yeah. The excuse because you get tax breaks, tax write-offs, tax cuts. You get all kind of benefits when you're playing in the one percenters and 10 percenters playground. That ordinary citizens who work at a job, you're getting 20, 24 percent of your money taken. These guys are laughing, going, ha, ha, ha. I only pay 10 percent. I only pay. Forget that. I depreciate. I lost a million dollars this year. So I'm going to get to depreciate that for the next 10 years. So that, that is incredible. This is what's you know, going on while you're sitting here working and paying taxes. These guys are losing money on purpose so they can get tax write offs. This true. is craziness. So yeah, you, you definitely want to be on that side of the fence. Um, and, I, you, you know, what surprised me about stocks is that when you're investing, um, your tax rate is a lot lower than earned income. So if you're if you're using money and right. if you're sitting on your behind and you're making money off of your money, your tax rate is below someone who is actually getting out and going to a nine to five. And, you know, and on the daily grind. And I think, well, I think it's unfair, you know what I mean? But I still take advantage of it. Okay. But, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so I, if you definitely um, have um, uh, a, a, a an interest in stocks, I would say go for it, learn it. I've been learning it for about the last two years and now I'm finally in it. You know, I've been studying it and uh, I've been kind of learning what what does what. You know, and, you know, I do what's called probability trade, which is chart patterns. Um, and if you if you have an interest in it, I would definitely recommend that you go for it. That's totally. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Got to have some money in the stock market, ladies and gentlemen, whether it's up or down. Yeah. 
This is where the wealthy keep their funds in real estate, stock markets, and a few other things. That's where you want to be. You don't want to definitely want to be are by putting their money in a freaking bank earning 0.05%. That kind of nonsense. That's not earning you no money to create wealth. So and that, that bank, that bank is taking your money. Exactly. And they're doing exactly they're, they're investing in the Bank of America invests heavily in the foreign exchange market. That's and right. they give you uh, uh, I don't know what's it, point zero three percent for your, your time. Yep. Well they're making 15, 20, 30, a hundred, a hundred and eighty percent, two hundred percent on your money. Exactly. And they're giving you scraps for it. Exactly. So. It's insanity. That's yeah. what I've been trying to tell them. They're using your money, our money. So they're using our money to do investments, and then they're saying after they get 200% on their money, they're sending you going, oh, here's a dollar. Yeah. It's craziness. It's crazy. Yeah. And you could be I, doing the same thing yourself. Yeah. All right, Will. Well, I got to do some uh, house cleaning because uh, you don't know. Oh, since I haven't seen you, man, here's the gear. <laughs> be legendary. I get it, man. I like that. That's <laughs> right. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your gear, uh, everybody. That's uh, com. I got to get me a shirt, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Everybody go down and uh, hit that like button, please. I forgot about it, Will. I forget, you know, sometimes we're on this social media and I'm supposed to ask for likes. I'm supposed to ask for subscribe and all that. Click the bell below, you know. Got to do that every now and then after an hour in, I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will, I'm going to let you go, man. Thank you very okay, much. Anytime, right. man. Hey, give give my give my best to the fam, man. You got Everybody it, man. Say hello. It. You too, man. All right. Yeah, will do. All right. All right. Okay. See you later, man. All right. All right. Okay. Later. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully that was an insight into how you invest in real estate. I hope you got some nuggets, some little gems on how you can do this. And if you need any little help, if you find a deal, if you're out there and you're saying, well, look, I found a $2.3 million deal, but I don't have $500,000 to put down. Well, this is the time that you send an email to me. And because we have people that can fund the deal. And you may not have to put, you won't have to put down the $500,000. So there we go. Lewis Smith, thank you for your input. I uh, read some things while we were talking that you are in the mortgage business. Excellent. Like I always say, you go where the money is and you have customers coming to you, which makes it a beautiful play. So uh, hopefully that's going well for you. And in fact, I know it has to be because people are with the interest rates dropping a little bit. People are either refinancing or they're trying to buy a house. And anybody who's buying a house, unfortunately, Lewis won't uh, want me to say this, but I have to say, don't buy it right now. Give yourself about another three months. Let's see what happens after the forbearance shakeout happens. But anyhow, real estate's always the way to go. I just don't, uh, I argue whether it's residential, I prefer commercial because whenever it's commercial, I have revenue coming in every month while I sleep. And same way with dividends and stocks, while we sleep, we make money. Same thing. So uh, that's why I'm really not a fan of a mortgage because that doesn't bring me in any money unless I'm using it for an Airbnb or something else like that. So 
uh, Paula, one of these days I'll do a video about uh, buying a house and what you're doing. But I'll give you a short recap right now because it's nothing. Uh, your whole life is based on numbers if you're going to be wealthy or not. So the reason why a lot of people are not wealthy is because they do buy a house. They do buy cars. So when you start thinking in a little bit different uh, perspective. So here's what I'm going to tell you, Paula, right now. Here's the way I look at homes. When you buy a house, uh, I'm California kid, for instance. My last house, $700,000. Okay. Um, I had a mortgage note of roughly 30, I think it was uh, 3,500 something, 37, somewhere in there. It was, let's just call it $3,500 a month. I think my mortgage note was. My interest was somewhere around four, 4.5, something like that. So when you divide 70, uh, 72 um, and you put 4.5 into it, that is, that means I'm paying double whatever that number comes out to be. So when, so in other words, what I'm trying to say is I bought the house for 700,000. Then after about five to 10 years, a guy says, well, Eric, your house is worth 1.2. Well, the problem is I've already paid 50. What is that? 35. Well, there's HOA, there's taxes, but I'll try to keep this simple. So let's just say all in $50,000 a year is what you're paying for this for, for, uh, for 30 years. When you do the numbers, that's actually $1.5 million. So at the end of the 30 years, when somebody goes, Hey, you, your house went up to $1.5 million. And so most people in America go, Oh man, I made some money. No, you didn't. You paid $1.5 million for a $700,000 house. You actually broke even, but in American psyche, they make you believe that you have made money when in fact you haven't. So that's the thing about homes. They go up in value, but you actually are paying for that up in value and don't realize it when you sell your home, depending on how long you held the home, of course. Uh, we're talking about 2004, 5, 6, where home prices went up seemingly every month. Then, of course, that was a whole nother ball game, but that's not the norm. What the norm used to be is a house went up one to three percent, depending on which city or state you lived in. So that's all I'm trying to say about a home. Like I said, when you start thinking of how can I get revenue coming in without me having to work, then your mindset changes because then you realize getting a house and a mortgage. You're like, man, I'm spending money out the window. And then you have gurus and everybody else trying to talk you into the U.S. government, trying to talk you in saying, well, when you rent a house, you're throwing money away. Well, I contend when I rent a house, I got HOA fees that I can't retrieve. I have taxes on that house that I can't retrieve. I have maintenance for everything that breaks down in that house that I can't retrieve. And people don't even count that as part of their expenses. So when they have to get a new fridge, when their dishwasher breaks, when their garbage disposal breaks, when their air conditioning unit goes out, when you have to put on a new roof, they don't put that in the equation. All that extra money that you gave out, that doesn't even come into play when you sell your house. So you have to, most people are blinded by that because that's what you're taught when you were growing up, invest in the house, be secure, do whatever. But does your money really care? If you have, if I have to pay $3,500 a month, $4,000 a month to live somewhere, 
does my money really know if I own the house or I rent the house? It doesn't. The only difference is I can always exit when I rent the house. When you own a house, you can't always exit. So two years ago, when your property value went up from 20, uh, if you had a house that you bought in 2009, 10 or 11, and it went up to 2018, the, obviously the house price, home prices went up 20, 30%. If you would have sold your house anytime, you would have gained 20, 30, 40% appreciation on your house. That's fine. But that's a situation that's a good economy. Now that the economy is bad, funny thing, home prices have went up even more because there's less homes available. But in the next year, home prices will start coming down because of all the people that have lost jobs. And that now homes are going to be in foreclosure and on the market. A person like Lewis, it won't matter because he's in the business of whenever somebody's looking for a new home, he has continuous customers because investors are customers. What we were talking about today, there's all kind of people that will be looking to get a mortgage for property or financing for properties. So he's always going to be good. So those are the kind of things that you have to think about when you have a home and most people are doing two things. I want a home and I want a car. Neither one of those bring in revenue, but yet you're willing to spend 200,000, 300,000, 400,000 in Cali, 700,000 a mil for a house that brings in no money when you can use that same money to invest in property that brings you in revenue every month and live in just whatever little homes you want to live in. You don't need no fancy nothing. Nobody cares. All right. Like I said, if anybody saw the early videos that I used to put out, I used to walk out in my neighborhood uh, because I lived in a upscale neighborhood in Sacramento, uh, higher than the uh, neighborhood I live in now. And nobody was home. You know why? All those people are working. Both parents are working to pay that 800,000, 700,000, a million dollar note. They're not even home and they have nannies and then they want to change their name into on Pierre's. I'm like, what the hell? There's still a nanny. It's still a babysitter, but they want to make it into nanny and on Pierre stuff. I'm like, this is crazy. People don't even come home for three, four days while people are taking care of their kids. I used to walk outside at two o'clock in the day, 10 o'clock in the morning, five o'clock at night and show people that nobody's home, no cars in the driveway, no nothing. I'm sitting around here all by myself, along with the uh, ambassador, a U.S. ambassador who lived up the street from me. He would be home and walking his dog occasionally. But that's about the only people a CEO is home because he has employees working for him. Two or three people in my whole neighborhood are home. Everybody else, they're working 70, 80 hours, 90 hours a week, driving to and from San Francisco to pay for these homes. They're doing all kind of crazy nonsense. So all I'm trying to say is when you start using your money, you want to try to use your money so your money makes you money. So these are the kind of things that you think about when you're out here buying TVs, when you're out here buying sneakers, when you're out here buying clothes, anything that you buy, when your mindset starts changing into, man, that $100 I just spent today, I could have bought me some Snap stock. Or, you know, you could have said, well, I could have bought me some uh, 
uh, Wells Fargo stock or AT&T stock, at least I know I'm getting dividends every three months from spending that $100. So once you start thinking about how you're spending your money, then you be start creating wealth. And the sooner you start creating wealth, it's only a matter of a year or two before you start accumulating real wealth and you'll notice, oh man, I got 20,000, I got 50,000, I got 100,000, I got 200,000. And I don't even have to really go to work because I have money coming in. What am I doing? Now you can chase down your dreams. You can do whatever you want. You can wake up whenever you want. Like Will was saying, he's up till four in the morning. Most people can't stay up till four in the morning and still go to work. But when you can stay up till four in the morning, I do it myself. I can go to bed, wake up at two in the day. Who cares? Nobody can stop you when you have your own financial independence, your own money coming in. So with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, please hit the like, hit the subscribe button. Hopefully also go down to the bottom and sign up for the email. It's at the bottom of the, of the description because the email, uh, I have to send out emails now because apparently uh, YouTube doesn't like to uh, send out uh, notifications sometimes, only to some people. So that's why now I'm trying to send it out an email myself. So that way it'll come automatically to you. So you'll know these things are going on. That's right, Paula, exchange your time for money. And I said it before and I'll say it again. And many people have heard of this before. Um, when you're employed, it's the bribe they give you to stop chasing your dreams. That's basically what you're doing. You're foregoing your dreams and your financial freedom uh, for a job. So those are the kind of things. Sure, people make a lot of money at a job. People have, uh, you know, build their 401k mutual funds. That's fine. That's the way that things used to be when people worked 20 years at a job and weren't didn't have to worry about getting fired. Nowadays, that's no longer the situation. Nobody knows if they're going to work somewhere for 20 years. Who knew Hertz might be out of business? A Hertz car company filing bankruptcy. Who knew that was going to happen? Nobody knew that. So these are the kind of things that you never know what's going to happen, and you have to prepare yourself. So with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here. So hopefully this video that showed you that you don't need no credit, that you don't need no money of your own, but you do need investors and you do need to have a property that makes sense for those investors. Hopefully you learn today that even if you have none of that, you can still buy million dollar properties. And heaven forbid, if you find one for 200, 300, 500,000, that's doable too. But this just shows you that you, any ordinary citizen can buy property without any money. And now you have a way to contact me, email me, a comment down below can work too. If you have found a real estate deal that makes sense, you can send it over to us, but you can't get the funding. Will will help you get funding. We'll make it happen. All right. So with that said, keep your head up, keep moving, and I'm out.